G'day trail runners, welcome to episode 26 of the Trail Runners Experience. On today's episode, I'll be speaking with Indigenous Marathon Project graduate, Ricky Wilson. For those of you who don't know what the Indigenous Marathon Project is, I'll give you a very brief rundown right now, but Ricky will give you a better overview during the interview. Uh, each year, a group of 12 Indigenous Australians, six men and six women, are selected to train for the prestigious New York City Marathon. In 2000, and they do it with only six months of training. In 2018, Ricky Wilson participated in the program. This is her amazing story. So put your headphones on and prepare to get inspired. Welcome to episode number 26 of the Trail Runners Experience and I'm sitting here in a, on a beautiful sunny summer's day in Semaphore in a cafe yet again with um, an Indigenous Marathon Project graduate and New York Marathon runner Ricky Wilson. Welcome Ricky. Thank you. It's great to have you. Thanks for um, giving me some of your time. Yes, no, thank you for having me here. Appreciate it. That's cool. Yeah, and Ricky's sitting here. I'm drinking a a flat white, which is, and on a hot day it's not very nice, but she's drinking like the healthiest thing I've seen. <laughs> it's this green concoction. What is it? Uh, it's got a bit of, I think, apple, lemon, spinach, I think, cucumber, a bit of a green, green smoothie. Green smoothie, yeah. delicious. <laughs> now look, I think um, I've got a bit of food envy. <laughs> I, I know, even though it looks kind of, gr green doesn't sound good, but green is healthy, and so, no. But I, had, I drink too much coffee. Are you a big coffee drinker? I am. Yeah. I am. I'm not going to lie. I had a coffee early this morning <laughs> before I come here. So yeah. Um, otherwise, I would have been sitting having coffee with you too. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I try to... I like to think of myself as a coffee snob. And so I like a really nice coffee. But when I'm really tired, I'll drink the worst coffee known to man. I'll drink it. I'll, give me the cheapest, nastiest. <laughs> and I'll, yeah, I'll slam it. I just need to get it into my body. <laughs> yeah. So, are you generally a would you say you're generally a healthy eater? Uh, yeah, I'd like to think I am. Yeah. Um, I've actually just recently kind of knocked meat off the menu. Oh, cool. Um, uh, I think it was just a for me it was holistic. Um, I just wanted to start looking after my body a bit more. Um, this year as kind of like a New Year's resolution type thing and yeah I've kind of linked it in with my own personal views about things like environmental and um, yeah. So oh cool. I, yeah. So are you going vegetarian or yeah. vegan? Yeah oh, well I'm on the way to full vegan. I still yeah. haven't quite knocked cheese but. Cheese is so good. I know but <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm pretty much vegetarian now. Yeah, I'll put on you. It would be a hard transition. I, I still eat meat and I yeah. do know, know the benefits of mm. vegetarianism and veganism. I was talking to a, um, a runner the other day uh, and he, he'd been a vegan for, for many years. And I'm not trying to knock veganism in that because I, do, I, do, I know the, the health benefits and the environmental benefits. But um, he was um, saying that lately he's just been feeling really, really flat because yeah. he's been training hard mm. but not taking... Not paying enough attention to what, to how much iron he was getting in, and I think um, for runners and athletes and uh, people who are just generally fit, it's really important. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah, have you got an approach? How are you going to do it all? Uh, well, 
See, I haven't chucked, since the marathon, I haven't really chucked myself in the deep end in terms of really pushing myself and training and pushing my physical limits. So I haven't actually been able to see the downside of that yet. Fair enough. Um, but it is something I'm go- um, that I'm aware of and going to keep in mind when I start yeah. picking up the pace of training. And- so, yeah, oh, that's great. So yeah, you, the the marathon you're talking about is the New York Marathon. Yes. So you ran that last year, yes. in 2018. What month was that? In November. That was the start of November. So not yeah. that long ago, really. No, no. Yeah. And um, yeah, I want to go into great detail about that because it's so good. The New York Marathon is one I've always wanted to do, and just um, so yeah. So you ran that as part of the Indigenous Marathon project. Yes. And um, I guess for people who don't know what that is can you just maybe tell us a little bit yeah sure is, yeah um so the indigenous marathon project um so it's a project where they select 12 indigenous uh, people across the country um so we all go in for a trial and what it is it's six months of training to teach you how to run a marathon um, yep. And it was, it's part of the Indigenous Marathon Foundation, which is started by um, the legend, Rob De Costello. Love Rob. Yes, Uncle Rob, he's good. Uh, Uncle so. Rob, he's such a, <laughs> such a good runner too. He is. Yeah. Um, so it was really, I was really honoured to be under his wing and, and have that guidance and that yeah. support and just hearing his story and not only that, like just meeting other people from across the country and just seeing the graduates have gone through before us and just feeling really inspired and honoured to be a part of the, the project. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, and so you, um, so how did you get involved? So where did, where did you, how did you manage to get selected? Okay, so like my cousin had done the project two years before I trialled. Oh, cool. And I heard about it and I've seen it here and there on Facebook and things like that and I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Um, you know, I'm not naturally, I'm not a good long distance runner. I actually really hated it in school. Um, yeah. I was very much netball, basketball, and that was it. Yeah, anything, right. So yeah, team sports. Team sports. Uh, um, yeah. Anything longer than a netball or basketball <laughs> court was just, yeah, nah, it's okay, I'll sit out. Um, netball so, and basketball absolutely smash your ankles and your knees. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got a lot of knee and ankle injuries from that. Yeah. Um, but no, so I heard about it through my cousin and I thought um, it would be a good idea to yeah. try it. Um, and purely because I hated long distance running. So, so you chose to challenge yourself. I wanted to challenge myself. Yes. And I think do the thing that's hard. Yeah. yeah. And at that point in time, I was kind of, uh, you could say, at a crossroads where I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do and I uh, just didn't feel like I was being challenged or I was... Like opportunities were available where I could really try something out of my comfort zone, and that so I thought good. the marathon project sounded really out of my comfort zone, and I thought I'm going to give it a go. Yeah, because the marathon yeah. distance is so it's iconic yeah. and it's so intimidating. It is. You know? It is. Yeah. Um, I thought I was crazy. Everyone who knows me thought I was crazy, um, but yeah. Yeah, and um, so you. Yeah, so tell me, how did you, did you have to try out Yes, yes. So they have trials, uh, um, so February last year they had the trials, so they've got the trials coming up again this weekend. Oh cool. For we'll, 2019. Yeah, we'll, we'll mention that yeah. again, so that's something that I wanted to bring up, but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, so sure. But yeah, so, so, so the ones you did last, yeah. February last so year. February last year they held it at West Beach and 
and um, you had to run a 3K. Yep. Um, and then after your 3K, you sit and have an interview with them. Um, so the project is more about, it's not necessarily, the focus, yes, is running, but I think the real um, focus is what are you going to do with that opportunity after you finish the marathon. Yeah. Um, and the, they really want to push for you to be a positive role model in your community. And I felt I had a lot to offer. Um, and I have a lot of things, I'm passionate about a lot of things and improving quality of life for it, for people in community. And, you know, being Aboriginal, I can identify the issues. Um, and, you know, having a, a background in sport and I love being active and staying healthy, I really wanted to encourage everybody around me to do that. So I thought it'd be a great opportunity to, to do the marathon project and then yeah. use that as a tool to inspire other people. It's like, look, I've, I've never ran further than 5K. Like, if I can do this, yeah, you can, can do, do this. Yeah, if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, wow. And so you, what, like, what did you say? So did you say, is it not necessarily the fastest person? No. no. Yeah. You don't have to have a running background at all. Yeah. Um, so there was a woman who was selected in, in our squad and she's never run before in her life. Yeah. And now she's about to go to Boston to do the marathon. So That's so good. Yeah. 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 It's because, I mean, running is ultimately, it's so so simple. Mm. It's a, a, there's a certain beauty to how simplistic it is. And that's what I love about it, whether it's on the road or on the trails. And I, um, but it's simple, but can be really hard, you know, at the same time. Yeah. So definitely. I, um, yeah, and so you, what did you, what sort of things did you say in your interview? Like, what sort of questions did they ask you? Um, I think the questions they were asked were really like, you know, what are you passionate about, and and what would you, what would you, how would you use this experience to, to motivate and, and raise yeah. awareness for people living healthier lifestyles? Yeah. Um, and you know, I really referred to just my own personal journey in life and things I've been exposed to growing up and seeing people in my community uh, with chronic diseases in which they're all preventable through healthy active lifestyles yeah um, and you know that really hits home to me because you know we've dealt with a lot of loss um, and having to see a lot of people who are sick around me um, has affected me and because I'm a mum also yeah I think it's really important and I feel obligated to kind of set the right examples for my sons as well exactly so, you want to see them yeah. on the right path don't yeah. you yeah um, and you've got two boys you said two boys yeah. yes so do you want to share their names yes so I have a seven-year-old or he'll be seven in December and his name is MJ MJ and I have my three-year-old soon to be three-year-old son Zion Zion yeah and I bet you they're um they've got a lot of energy oh they do yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, it's good. Channel yeah, it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Are they? So you have got. No. You said you played netball, mm -hmm. basketball, netball, and, basketball, and and now you're a marathon runner. Yeah. You know, like there's so many options for them. There do, is. do they have any? Is MJ has he got any sports that he likes? Yeah. Yet? He just started playing basketball, district basketball. Um, he shows an interest in in soccer as well. Um, but you know. I take, they've been exposed to my sport, my training, I take them to the gym, I take them to my classes, they've been on a few runs with me, so yeah. they, it, they absorb and it's, it's kind of natural to them now. It's really healthy, I think, to bring, to bring kids along for whatever you do, mm -hmm. and so they can see you doing it, Definitely. and um, lead by example, yes. and I, yeah, we, 
my wife and I do the same thing with our kids as often as we can, you know, we're like, we try and normalise exercise. That's what, that make a good sticker. Exactly. <laughs> good, yeah, normalise exercise. Yeah. yeah. Um, there you go, I just made that up. <laughs> don't steal it. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, you can steal it, I don't care. Um, no, it, um, but yeah, no, so you've, um, so you got selected for the Indigenous Marathon Project and then, so how, they do it every year and there's a process, isn't there? So what happens after the, you've been selected? So what happened, uh, so they, they selected the squad pretty late last year um, and pretty much we go on a number of camps that go for about a week long. So there, there is um, educational components as well to that. So coming from that project, uh, we also get a certificate for in sport and rec and also level one running coach ah, cool. uh, and senior first aid. So very useful skills. Very useful skills. Yeah. Um, very lucky to have had those as well under my belt, walking away. And from you obviously that. learnt a lot from through definitely. those as well. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I did the level one running coach thing a few years ago, and it, and as I've worked through my coaching, and I, I learned a lot about how to run properly. You know, just yeah. you know, it's so simple. Yeah. So little things can make yeah. a big difference. Yeah. Um, and your first aid, you can use that in jobs as well. Any, just pretty much every job these days, you need to have first aid. Um, so yeah, you went through and you did the study. And so when you trained with your training, did you, um, were you given a training plan to follow on your own or were, you, were there training camps? Yeah, so there's a number of camps throughout. So it's a six month process. They give you six yeah. months pretty much to train to run 42.2K. Great, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a bit daunting just thinking about that before it actually happened. But, you know, not coming from a running background, you know, we get to work with Rob every camp. Um, so he goes through yeah. our technique and, and it really is just, he's as a, he puts it, one foot in front of the other. Yeah. So, um, he's a former world record holder you got a, and world champion, but he's, he's no slouch. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was yeah. good. So, you know, it was, it was, I was really lucky to, to go on those camps and then meet the other squad members. So there were six females, six males. Um, and you build really strong bonds with them as well and you yeah. know we all share our life story and you know our struggles and our uh, you know what we're passionate about and with a few other squad members are also parents as well so it was yeah. it was a comfort as well being away from our families and things so yeah, yeah. um what sort of training did, it, did they have you do sort yeah. of so um, so each camp we would do a long run. So the first camp was Canberra and that was a 10K run straight yep. off the back. And yep. I've never ran further than 5Ks. Oh wow. Um, so you really were building from the ground up. Practically, yeah. That's so, awesome. <laughs> um, they send us home, between each camp, they send us home with um, training programs. So we were running six days a week. Yep. Uh, and every Sunday was a long run. Yeah. So obviously throughout the throughout the six months each run would progress and chuck a few hill runs in there and yeah encourage us to get into the gym and start working on strength and conditioning and all those sorts of things but it was really it was it, it got really hard at times but it seeing the progress and seeing that i could run further each time or yeah. my pace would pick up or i didn't feel so sore the next day so that's good yeah, yeah body's making adaptations yes, did yes. you um what was the hardest aspect of it then like you said it got harder sometimes yeah. um i think for me personally it was just you know 
being a mum, being finding a single mum with two kids, yeah. it was finding time for yeah. one. Um, being outside of the camp, you know, you're in, you spend a week with Rob DeCastella, you're surrounded by your squad members, it's so all about good. running and yeah. you're so motivated and you've got all this energy and you, you want to get out there and run. And then you kind of go back to reality and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, so. Yeah, where's, where's another, Rob? Yeah, where's my team? Where's Rob? I need somebody to, to be in my ear or, <laughs> um, so, you know, like it's back to reality, it's back to getting the kids to school, doing all the things we have to do on a daily basis and then now trying to fit in these runs that you wouldn't, these kilometres that you wouldn't usually run on your own, ever. Yeah. Um, so you really have to dig deep and I think that's where the, the foundation, it really draws out your purpose. Yeah. You know, what is your purpose? Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to make these, why do you want to make these positive changes and have this impact on your community? Why does it mean this much? And I think even in the trainings, that's, that's what I really had to fall back yeah. onto. Why yeah. am I doing this? Why am I up at this ridiculous yeah. time of the morning, running this long, yeah. all by myself? Oh, so hard work. That, yeah, it is. Get getting out the door and doing it, and especially if it's like a night, a, a crappy cold day. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah had a few of those. So what was your why? Uh, so my why is is really you know setting the right examples for my kids. Yeah. And you know as much as it is. To, to be that role model for my family, for my community, it was really about myself as well. Yeah. Um, going into the trials last year, I really felt like I wasn't being challenged. I wasn't, you know, because my life was being a mum. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to get my life together and, and set up so that my kids were stable um, and they had something for them when they were older. Um, but it just got to a point where it's like, nah, I need something more. I need yeah. something more. So, and this pretty much ticked every box. And it was the most uncomfortable six months of my life, but Yeah, because you change. constantly, as soon as you start to get into your comfort zone yeah. again, you got to go step it up a notch yes. and a notch. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and like extending your long runs. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's amazing. And because when you're a parent, people don't, who aren't, I don't, throw everyone into the same category but often people who aren't parents don't really understand how consuming it is like it's everything from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep and then when you're asleep you're still a parent you know like yes. people and like that's the thing that I mean we're, I've got three children and I was saying to you before like um, my son wakes up a bit during the night and it, this, the lack of sleep just knocks me around and I sort of thought oh, I should be better at this by now than <laughs> this whole parenting thing but um yeah, it never really gets any easier. And I mean, I love my kids to death and, and I know, yeah, and you, you want to set that example. So doing the marathon training sort of gave you a reason to, to, to really inspire your boys, but also how much of it was for yourself? Mm. And obviously you said you didn't really feel like you had anything challenging you. Mm. When you finish those difficult, lonely long runs how did you feel oh uh, you just you know you're on that high and yeah. you just i think for me the hardest part was just getting out the door yes getting out of bed putting my shoes on and just get and you know it was it Such was so point. easy to make excuses it was so easy to be like i had three hours sleep last night i'm so tired oh nah. it's raining oh my youngest is grizzly today it was so easy to 
but you know, once I got out the door and I started running, instantly felt, I'm so glad I got up today. I'm so glad I started this run. Yeah. And then it's almost like it becomes a challenge. Okay, now you've got out the door, you started running, let's get this done. Let's finish it. What is your excuse? You have no excuse. I can be a bit hard on myself at times, but I think I like, I'm somebody who likes to be present. I'm somebody who likes to appreciate things around me. So, yeah. nature, you know, I run it, I got to run along the beach every day. Um, that was my favorite running spot. So, you know, it just become about, wow, I'm so lucky that I have it. all my limbs and all my senses today and yes. I can run this today. Yeah. You know, there is no reason for me to stop. So, so good, yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I try and have those moments as well you do you've got to appreciate what you've got not what you haven't got yeah. and running is such a privilege mm -hmm. you know there's people that don't have limbs you know as you say and um but yeah and you the fact that your legs can take you places yeah. and your legs took you a lot of places yes. last yeah. year yeah. and so um so just take us through the um the training the training camps so you had the one in canberra where you had to run 10 kilometers mm -hmm. and then was there another one yes yeah. so after canberra uh, there was the straight into the, the Gold Coast half. Oh wow, so you yeah. just, how far, how much time was? Uh, so we had about five weeks between each camp. So obviously after each camp we were given a new program. So they progressed yeah. in order to have us ready for the next one. So that was the yeah. half. So you got to go up to the Gold Coast. Yeah, went to the Gold Coast and that was, uh, for me personally, coming from a netball basketball background, had a lot of injuries oh, I see. Um, and I you know there were days where I didn't get my runs in uh, there were days where I struggled there were days where I'd you know have have those netball and basketball injuries coming in and it was because I was doing runs that I've never done before and um, you know the injuries were starting to resurface so oh, um, it did come into account in the Gold Coast had a few niggles. Um, I was really worried about my knee, so I really struggled on that run. Did you? Yeah. I finished it. Oh, good on you. Um, I was waiting for you to say yeah, that you no, didn't finish. Yeah, no, I finished it. Yeah. I made sure of it. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a big event too, that yeah. one. Have you ever done anything that big no, before? No, But in terms of the number of people. Oh, yeah, yeah no. Nowhere near that no. type of event. So I think from, from the Gold Coast, for a lot of the people in the squad, was a huge wake-up call. Like, oh, really? Yeah. This is... Because you get to the end of that and you go, yeah. hang on, I've got to run that distance again. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's that realization. We need to do this twice. <laughs> like, okay, this is a huge wake up call. Let's let's get it together now. Like, yeah. don't skip training. Like, that was one of the things I had left Gold Coast with. Don't skip your trainings. Don't slack off. Like, consistency, consistency is consistency, key. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I say it all the time. Yeah. But no. And so you, it, it gave you a bit of a, a bit of motivation. Oh then. yeah, definitely. And, yeah. Yeah. And um. And then, so another five weeks, mm -hmm. and did you have another training camp? Yep, we had another one. So uh, after the Gold Coast, we did Sydney, City to Surf. Ah, yeah, love uh, that. I've done that a number of times. Yeah. That's actually where I met Rob. Right. Um, so this is a little sidetrack from your story. Mm -hmm. to, um, but I, um, so maybe 2014, or maybe it was, yeah, I think it was 2014, I, um, I was an ambassador for the Indigenous Marathon Project. So I raised some money and, and I got to meet a bunch of the um, in, Indigenous athletes and, and I got to meet Rob DeCostella as well. 
I didn't get to train with him like as much as you. I would love to have, but it was really awesome. And um, coming to meet all the guys and that. And he, um, and then, yeah, around the city to serve with a bunch of those um, indigenous athletes. And afterwards, it was actually really cool because we got to, at the finish line, I don't want to steal your thunder, <laughs> but um, I had, there was um, the Indigenous Marathon Project because you just had a tent set up near the finish line overlooking Bondi Beach. It was really beautiful. And um, a couple of really famous, they're not runners, but like, oh, one of them was, Kathy Freeman came down and said hello, got to meet Kathy Freeman. And I was like, amazing. Olympic gold medalist. And then, and um, Adam Goods as well. And I was just like, oh yeah, just chilling. And I'm just like, just chilling with a couple of Australian legends. And it was, so it was, it was a really good opportunity for me. And I, um, yeah, I was stoked and just, um, but yeah, so that's my, my little bit. And that's how I, that's, that's how I've connected with the Indigenous Marathon Project. Yeah. And I, I um, so yeah, this is, that's my story. Continue um, with your, and so you got to jump to the city to surf. Awesome race. Yes, awesome. It is. Yeah. Um, I think like coming from the Gold Coast, um, I really picked up with my consistency. I really pushed myself and put in the hard work and the effort and it really showed in Sydney. Like yeah. I, that was probably one of my favorite runs. Oh, I yeah. had so much fun. Everyone's like heartbreak hill and oh the hills, it's crazy. It's going to be hard on your legs. And yeah. I, I did go in with a bit of doubt because of the, because of, I had tight quads and my knee problems yeah. coming down the hill. I was a bit worried. Yeah. When you get up over heartbreak, there's yeah. quite a few downhills. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but Rob went through and, and different techniques and how to approach going down the hills and yeah. um, and I really put that into to work when I was on the run and I just think literally every run up to the Gold Coast, I just embraced every moment of it. I was like, wow, I'm in Sydney. I'm doing this. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've had this opportunity and I've been selected to run this. I'm so privileged. Like, yeah. Did you wear your, um, your shirt with yeah, pride? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And that, that one, that event, a lot of the... Um, the past graduates were there as well, yeah. so it was really good to see them, and a lot of them, a lot of them run in it as well. So yeah. um, it was really good to be around that, and it is just—it's like a family unit, you know. We're all so just good. chilling, and and we did go to the corporate tent afterwards on Bondi, and it was just yeah. so surreal. Like it was, it was really fun. Uh, it was probably one of my funnest camps. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good, and like um, and because the course, the city to surf course, has got to be the best fun run course in Australia. You run through these beautiful suburbs and like yeah. all the rich people suburbs <laughs> yeah. and and just like I don't know it's just so pretty mm. and you have so many nice views of the harbour and yeah. I like the very the start where you run down along yeah. William Street yes. and then you go up through the tunnel it's so exciting it you is. know it is. I um yeah I, I've done the city to surf a number of times and that was um yeah it's always challenging and so many people though so many people yeah <laughs> there were people everywhere there was that moment I think at the start when you first go down the hill and Rob goes if you get a chance just yeah. just look over your shoulder for a split yeah. second and uh, I missed it because I was just so focused on mm. looking forward and running and trying not to trip over people but a lot of people were like you look back and you just see swarms of people yeah. just running down the hill a, at the start and it's crazy. It is like a sea of people and I remember like you, you go down that first hill and then you sort of as you go up towards the tunnel you got that little rise, and that's the best time because you look yeah. back and you're, you're a bit higher and you can yeah. see everybody. Yeah. The thing that was crazy when I did it, it's probably the same. They have lots of different start groups. You know how mm. they have 
and because my wife did it that year as well, and we were in different start groups. I was finished before her group even started. Wow. Like, it's just a continuous sea of people, yeah. you know? Like, I was at, and like, oh, it took us hours to find each other because like all the phone networks were jammed and you can't, because everyone's trying to call everyone else. Yeah. We didn't plan that part very well. So if you ever do the city to surf, make sure you arrange to meet somewhere specific. <laughs> yeah, we literally took four hours to wow. find each other, you know? But yeah. Um, no, it's great. And so you had a good run. Yeah, so, a good run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then um, you, and then you're getting, so that was in like August, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And then I'm just trying to get the timeline. So the next thing, I know at some point you guys have to do a, um, you have like a final test to see if you can make it, don't you? Mm -hmm. And what, what is the final test to see if you can go to New York? So that was the next. Yeah. Ah. Uh, and that is the 30k time trial in Alice Springs. Right. That was coming from Sydney camp yeah. where you're just swarmed by people and it's just fun, 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 fun <laughs> chaos everywhere. And then you're out in the middle of nowhere running all by yourself. Yeah. That was huge. And 30k. Yeah, Fair height. definitely a challenge. And it's on like a lot of dirt as well, isn't it? Um, like so almost we're, trail. we're pretty much running on the, the, the open roads. Oh, okay. Um, so we started about 10Ks out of Alice Springs. Yep. And we'd actually finish coming in through the gap and finish near the uh, convention centre, I think. And that was the 30Ks. And we'd start before the sun was up. So we're running in darkness. Huh. Um, yeah. Would be a nice sunrise. It was a beautiful sunrise. Yeah. Just seeing all the different colours on the hills and yeah. looking out, and, and it was just really surreal. Like it was a really beautiful moment. As that sun was rising and hit those hills, we were just really in awe of just the colours and just where we was and what we were actually doing. Like, yeah. Had you been to Alice before? I've been to Alice a few times before. Yeah. Really yeah. familiar with the place, but just. I've never gone on run 30Ks around Alice Springs. Yeah. Um, There's something about running yeah. in the open desert um, that really, I don't know, connects you with the landscape. I, you know, I know it sounds a bit silly, but um, I, I've mentioned this one on the podcast a few times. So there's a race that's up in, uh, in the Flinders Ranges, in um, Ikara, Flinders Ranges. And we, I did it. It's, it's the Hubert, it's called the Hubert 100. And so it's like a, it's got a, there's a marathon distance. You should have a go. Um, there's a marathon, there's a 50K, 100K and 100 mile. And um, I did the 100K a few years ago and it was similar kind of thing, running in a wide open space in this ancient landscape. And it felt like proper spiritual. I'm out there and I'm like, well, we were, I was watching the sun set in this case and there was no one else around. At this point I was all by myself and I've got the incredible, um, I don't know if you know Wilpina Pound at all. Yeah, right, I've got Wilpina Pound just right there. And I, I know it's like it's ancient and there's like um, there's a lot, so much history there. I felt like this little ant in this ginormous la landscape. And so, um, I don't know if you had that sort of feeling oh, in definitely. a way. Um, yeah. I'm at my father's side is actually from the Flinders Ranges. Oh, so cool. I grew up going out that country and that's actually one of the bucket list runs that I want to do. Um, being out there and running because, you know, it is a very spiritual place and, you know, being 
Aboriginal people and just people in general, just you feel that energy when you're running on ancient, sacred yeah. ground. So, you know, being out there um, just alone, just normally, yeah. is really important and, and spiritual. It's good, so, really good for your mental health yeah, as well, in oh, a way. And it, but in a really big race as well. Yeah. You, I mean, I highly recommend you head up to the, the Hubert. Yeah. It's, um, they do, the the race organiser is a, is a friend of mine, has gone in Ben Hawkins, and he, um, he's been, it took a long time for him to get permission, because he had to ask the traditional owners, yeah. and but also, they've really welcomed him in, because he's very respectful, we're very respectful, um, in terms of, and they, they even, um, they do a welcome to country for all the runners, and it's, so it's a really great event for that aspect, um, and the, because it goes up over near St Mary's Peak, but they asked, they said, can you not go up, you can go over the saddle, but not on the actual peak. I guess it's because it's got, oh, I'm terrible with remembering, you might know the story, because you said you spent time up there, but um, to do with the, um, you don't disturb the, um, the, the, the summit of, of St. Mary's Peak. And um, so yeah, it's great just being amongst that. And I went over the, the, um, the saddle, which is near, next to the summit, and it was, on, it was in the morning, and it was, there was a, a mist, and we were, it was really low in the pound, and we were above the mist, and so it looked like it was just this big swimming pool, yeah. and like, it was just so beautiful, and we yeah. were up above it, looking down, I just felt like I was a thousand miles up in the air, mm. but um, but yeah, that that's a good run, but yeah, so, I don't know, anyway, again, we keep going off on tangents, but that's okay, <laughs> this is what the what a podcast is all about, um, yeah, and so you, and you, so you do a 30k time trial. Yeah. Yeah. You got it done? Got it done in the end. Um, you know. Was there a time limit or you just had to finish? I, I think there wasn't necessarily, I mean there was, but it was kind of, if they can see that, all right, you've put in the work, it really shows in the 30Ks. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the main thing they were looking for is, you know, have you put in the work? Have you been consistent? It shows in your 30K. Is it a risk to, to take you to New York? because they're not going to put you on that start line if they're not 100% sure that you can finish. Yeah. Um, so that was, I think, the main things that they were looking for and that that, that you did really dig deep. Um, yeah. And just, come on, what's your purpose? Why are you doing this? You're going to push yourself through this. And, it, and at that point in the project, you know, I really did see that this is all internal. It was all mental. It was all spiritual. Um, because running is one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Um, and it was, it's me who decided, do I want to be conscious of my sore knee today? Do I want to focus on that right now? Like, yeah. Or do I want to sit here and embrace the fact that I'm in the middle of, I'm in the centre of the country. Yeah. I have this opportunity to run amongst these amazing people, be coached by this legend. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So it that's, was, that's some good yeah. perspective you it got is. there. Yeah, yeah, I had to change my yeah. perspective up and I was really appreciative of that. Um, but I did struggle. About the first 15 to 20 Ks, I was fine. I yeah. felt really good. Um, and then after the 25 K mark, or even before, I started to feel niggles. Yeah. And then it's like, I was in isolation, you know, this isn't, this isn't Sydney, there's, there's no nowhere, one no one around, and they yeah. only had support cars that would just do laps and check up on everybody. They're giving you water and stuff? Giving us water, giving yeah. us food, Yeah. Um, 
So in between, there was times where it was just me and being out there. The battle, and internal it, battle. I did find that battle. I did yeah. hit that wall. I did that wall there. Oh, good. Um, but it was it was good to experience it like that and in that place. I think it was really special and it really tested me and it really um, it made me dig deep and I had to really draw on my purpose. And so we all had. Um, permanent texture every long run and we write our purpose on our arms ah. and our hands and just to just to kind of so have cute. something to look at and to remind us why we're here why we're doing this so i was about seven k's out and i was lucky enough to have my cousin who's a graduate come on the alice camp as a as a mentor oh cool so she ran with me for the last six seven k's oh, um and it was so good just you know and it, it's a funny thing, like you want somebody to run with you, but you don't say a word to each other. Yeah. And it's just having that company made such huge difference. Yeah, just having another human. Yeah, and having someone. another human. <laughs> and, you know, there were moments where she sees me struggling or I'd, I'd yeah. slow right down and I'd hunch over and I'd be like, this is hard. This yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> it's hot. I wanted to oh, got hot, it. Did it got it? hot, yeah. yeah. And then, um, but you know, she, she was all support, all encouragement. Um, you know, and I just a lot of self-talk when I was by myself out there. Yeah. Um, was that helps. Is it negative or positive? No, all positive. Yeah. Uh, you know, just reminding myself why I'm here and that, you know, reflecting on uh, other things I've gone through in my life and like come out on top. So far, I've got a track record of coming out on top of all things that I've been through. What's this gonna do? Exactly. So, it's just a bit of running. It's just a bit of running. <laughs> 30k but hey yeah, a lazy 30 yeah yeah um, but you know I got there in the end um, I was really really exhausted and dehydrated yeah um, but it was just that feeling of oh my gosh you did it yeah um, so that's so good yeah. um did you um so you were pretty emotional were you at the uh, end of that one yeah I was a yeah. wreck yeah um, after that I think just everything had hit me just um, you know wow I've never run before in my life and then it's not just the running side of thing it's it's being away from my kids and like a lot throughout those six months. Um, yeah, you gotta make it. You gotta like, oh, let's make this count. Yeah, gotta make yeah, it count. Yeah, and missing my kids and um, you know just other things that I was going through at that point in my life just really come to the surface. I don't didn't realize how much running can surface a lot of emotional things. Yeah, I find that you don't really know yourself no. until you've basically hit that wall yeah uh, I, and if you can push through it um, yeah it's a, real, it's a good test of character and I think you know the real you when you've got nothing left yes. when you're completely empty yeah. who, who are you really you know and if you can come through that and go I'm all right yeah. you know that's good <laughs> I think in the last seven K's really did I think I discovered new strengths about myself yeah um, in this version of myself in that point in time you were obviously the training was going obviously well enough yeah. that you were able to get it done like yeah. if yeah. you had not stuck to the training mm. it wouldn't have happened yeah. you know like yeah, yeah. so that ability and I always say like the ability to, to do the training and get to the start line if you can get to the start line that's half the battle mm. you know so that's amazing and you, you so you did that 
Yes. Let's fast. So the next thing after is New York. Yeah. And so let's let's um, go. Let's hear it. Let's hear about New York, New York Marathon, New York City. I love. I'm so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So I, it was just like I had to pinch myself a couple of times. Like, wow, we're in New York. <laughs> um, and just the build, the, the build up to it. You know, so many people had come in just for this event from all over the world. You know, so you're meeting other people. It's like, oh, I've done three marathons. I've done four marathons. This is my fifth. Yeah. And we're just like. Oh, this is our first marathon ever. Um, and you know, they they say New York is like one of the best marathons. And yeah, it's a ma- one of the in the yeah. world majors. Yeah. yeah, and you've got the best athletes in the world running yes. it too. Um, and we heard all good things about it, and then you hear a few scary things. And yeah, like leading up to it, I, I was still adjusting my body clock. Um, oh, yeah, it's a massive yeah, time difference. Yeah, yeah. so it was ringing my kids when it was daylight over there and I'm about to go to bed and yeah I I really struggled homesickness yeah um, how long were you in we New were York? in there for just under 10 days I think uh, yeah and so that was taking its toll um, I was feeling a little bit run down from the flight yeah and just um, and a massive difference in weather yeah it's freezing yeah hey? well it mm. actually wasn't too bad um, last year, the weather was actual. We thought it was going to be freezing cold. We we rugged up and everything, but it wasn't. It wasn't bad at all. Oh, okay. Um, so it was actually we had really near perfect running conditions on the day. Oh, good. Um, but the morning of, that was intense. I think for me personally, I was just like, wow, all of this training, all of these camps, all yeah. of this time away, um, everything I've sacrificed everything I've had to do leads down to this moment like right here today yeah um, so that was really special in itself and it was about an hour drive from where we were staying to the starting point in Staten Island and that drive was just complete reflection yeah self-taught everything just brewing um, but once we'd actually got out there and started running I was like wow this is awesome yeah. Like I saw the whole of New York, went through all the boroughs. I get to see and meet other Australians who were running in there and they'd come up and give you that support because they knew you were from Yeah, they see sure. Yeah. Uh, so. It's actually giving me uh, yeah. goosebumps just hearing about um, it. Yeah, no, it was so yeah. magical. And, you know, like I'm, I'm a firm believer in law of attraction and positive affirmations and things. So, and really I make it... I try to be as present as I can be and yeah. you know I've, I've ultimately I've manifested that experience yeah and I was there living it and having that opportunity so you know there wasn't a time in that run where I was like I can't do this yeah I'm tired I don't want to do this anymore I was like just it was, there was enjoying. something new yeah every single corner I turned around there was a different part and there's like music and there's music there was yeah. uh church choirs singing there oh, were wow. kids on the side of the road giving out there because it was halloween oh. when we got there yeah um so there was kids giving out their leftover halloween oh. treats and things like that yeah and, um, it's great because i mean in the whole city i from what, i mean i've never been i've been to new york like 20 years ago and but i from what you said like everyone's 
everyone, the whole city stops and comes yes. to watch the marathon. Oh, Even yeah. people who have no interest in running. It's just, yeah. I think it was really beautiful to be a part of that, just to see how that city had all come together for that one event. Mm. And they don't even know you, but yeah. yet they're supporting you and they're in your corner and they're like, come on, like you can do this. And it was just really beautiful I love to have complete strangers say, don't give up, keep yeah. going. You know, and it was like that the whole way. Not one time was quiet. Yeah. people the whole way, through every borough, through every... That must have been so good and it so almost, probably almost overwhelming. It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah, I, I just love the, um, just the way you're talking about it. It makes me just love running even yeah. more yeah. and just the, the running community. Yeah. And often people, there's people like trail runners say, oh, road runners aren't friendly. But it sounds like that's not a situation where that's true. Everyone's no. friendly. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, you've, you've done all the hard That's why I say the victory is almost getting to the start line. Yeah. Because yeah. it obviously sound, sounded easier than you expected it to be, mm. in a sense. Was there a hard period? Uh, yeah, there definitely was a hard uh, period <laughs> in that run, I'm not going to lie. Um, and it was it were bits where I'd had to actually stop and stretch out my calves on oh, the gutter. You got tired. Um, the road, it's, it wasn't the best road to oh, really? run on. Yeah. Um, in what way? Like it was just really hard and really like the surfaces kept changing so you're moving around the track a lot uh, and of course. Um, you know, it could be potholes, it could be whatever. Um, but still like uh, I think just my focus was just be present, just keep running, just one foot in front of the other and around the twelve K mark I started getting really, really, really hungry. <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh, they told me there'd be food. Yeah. But I haven't seen anybody yet. <laughs> and so I think it was um, about 12k mark. This random lady's like, I have a banana. Does anyone want And I was like, yes. <laughs> I like, ran over to her and I grabbed it and I was like, thank you so much. So uh, from 12k's onwards, I was just like scavenging for whatever. People were giving out pretzels, people were giving out chocolates. Like <laughs> I ate yeah. for a good <laughs> 12k's. That's like, great that you, a lot of people can't eat. On the run, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, it takes a lot of practice to. Mm. It's so that's so good. That would have made a big difference. Well, um, you know, leading up to that, I I couldn't eat during a long run. I just I'd have the gels. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. Yeah, and I they're pretty gross. Yeah, the gels weren't really great. Mm. But this marathon, I was just like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I just was like, I was really hungry, and so I was eating <laughs> the whole way, and it was fine. Like, I wasn't getting a stitch. Yeah. So I was being really mindful. Don't eat too much. You don't want to get a stitch or yeah. anything. So. Oh, you, you did it like a pro. Yeah, That's really good. I felt pretty good. Like, <laughs> I was pretty proud of myself, like, yeah. having did, a handle on it. And so where does it finish again? It finishes in, it the, finishes in Central Park. Yeah. Yeah. And so tell us about the last sort of 10Ks. Uh, so I had yeah. a really interesting experience. Um, I think I was around 30, maybe 35Ks, 36. Um, and my calves were really cramping up. I actually was lucky enough to get a little bit of a calf rub in the Bronx. Really? Where people, yeah, with the ice gel and they were rubbing people's calves down. And I ran over and rolled my pants up. I was like, my calves are burning. It's just like and giving me this, all these um, words of motivation. And she was just like, you don't have far to go. You know, like you got this, you got this. And I was just so overwhelmed. I felt like crying because people would, people didn't even know me. We'd just and because our names are written on our singlet, they all they're calling they're you out, calling out. out my name like <laughs> it was so crazy. And so yeah, so 36k mark. That's when I wouldn't say hit the wall, but I I say 
okay, this is, this is hurting now. Yeah, now um, it's a marathon. Now it's a marathon. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got to that point. That and usually happens to me Yeah. a bit earlier than that, like about 30 k. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I thought that it was going to happen like that. Yeah. And I think a little moment mentally was when I hit the 30k mark, it was like, okay, you're going into the unknown now. Mm. You've never run f further than 30Ks. Yeah. It really hurt the last time you ran 30Ks. Yeah, big Practically numbers. collapsed after yeah. an analysis. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to choose to keep running and I'm going to look at it in a good way. That's amazing. So yeah. I did that. Uh, but going back to 36Ks. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I started cramping up and I was really hurting. I was really digging deep. Kept looking at my arm and everything I'd written down and on my purpose. and. You know, really just hoping that I'd have some sort of energy come through, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm somebody who's very connected spiritually and I really believe my ancestors are still present and, and give me that energy that I need and whatnot. Oh, wow. Um, so I was like digging deep, like, please give me a sign, you know, let me know that I got this because it was, I felt as though that I didn't have, I couldn't look within me for that drive. I, that's where it got external. Yeah, wow. Something give me a sign. I need to get this done. And was there a sign? Yes, there definitely was. I was running, and so just before you get to Central Park, there's this massive screen. Yeah. Um, and so before you go to New York, the marathon, they've got the app. And so people who are in your family or whatever can send you uh, motivation cards. Yeah. Um, and they just shoots on the screen really thousands and thousands of people who so clever made yeah. these and these little cards and how does it know oh, do you run over a mat or something i don't know i have no idea but it just it's just it just it's quick you know there's yeah. thousands of it so it's not just sitting there and it knows when you're coming and it's going to put it up yeah and i actually didn't really pay much attention to that screen and I was on the gutter and I was stretching and then I got off the gutter and I kept running because this random guy was like, come on, you're nearly there. Keep going, keep going. So that picked me up a little bit. And I'm running and I had my head down. And for some reason, I was saying in my head, please just give me a sign, please. I don't want this to be the, the end. Yeah. And I looked up and in the second of looking up, still to this day, I don't know who made it, but there was a photo of me holding my bib at oh, the really? expo. And it said, go, Ricky, go. On the big thing? On the big screen, just as I looked up. Wow, like a movie star. Like a, it was literally, <laughs> and I got goosebumps. Yeah. And I was like, there's your sign, literally. Yeah. <laughs> so from that point, I think I sprinted into you Central Park. Yeah. And from that, from there onwards, I all I could think was, wow, I'm so lucky to be here right now. Yeah. I'm so lucky I, I have my so, limbs to move. and. Yeah. I finished that with the biggest smile on my face. Yeah, it's so good because it's so hard sometimes to. Often the end of the marathon can be such a battle, you yeah. know, right up to the last meter, but um, you actually were able to enjoy that last oh, few yeah. kilometres. Yeah. Yeah, and I've recalled a lot of my long runs being that struggle. Yeah. Being that, come on, Ricky, you're nearly there, you're nearly there. Yeah. But it was so different for me. It was so much more different than I thought it would be in my head. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed every second of it. I had the biggest, I could not wipe the smile off my face. Yeah. I was like, wow, I've run all this way. I didn't look at it as, oh my God, I've got this much to go. I looked at it like, look how far I've come. That's so good. Yeah. And not just, look how far I've come in the race, but six months earlier, yeah. five kilometers. Yeah. 
You could only run five. Stop, start five kilometers as well. Yeah. It was like, okay, okay I'm going to walk for like 500 meters. Okay, we'll go again. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I just ran a marathon. Yeah. Nothing is going to stop these last two and a half Ks. Nothing. Yeah. And then, um, so you crossed that line. Was anyone there to meet you? Or? Yeah. So, so Rob and um, our coach, Adrian, um, he was there and a few of the other runners who had gone through before me. And it was just so good to see their face. Like I got this massive lump in my throat yeah. running up to them. And like, I still get emotional when I think about it because I was just like, wow, like they're like my family for life now. Yeah. And just seeing them there were just like ready to catch me when I just, you know, it was just so, yeah, it was like really overwhelming. It was really like emotionally, like I was yeah. like, wow, I just ran a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's a good, you can now say, you can add the word marathon runner yes. next to your name. Yeah. Um, it, and no one can ever take that away from no. you for the rest of your life. <laughs> it, it's a I good felt feel. like changing my resume, like, yeah. then and there, like, marathon, marathon runner. runner. Yeah, <laughs> hobbies and interests. Yeah. Oh, just running marathons yeah. with, you know, international marathons. No biggie. No biggie. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, and you've sold that. I mean, like, to, you've sold it to me, like, I would, Oh, I would love to go and do New York and just your enthusiasm for running it sounds like it's gone from oh, strength to strength yes. and yeah I like that you've got it's more than just it's more than just the legs it's yes. more than just the physical aspect it's so much and that's I mean a huge part of why I run and a lot of people I know run it's for the mental health and the emotional side of things and um, so I do a, a thing with the podcast that I'm doing this year I'm promoting um, Beyond Blue to, mm -hmm. to help you know getting people to um, think about their me mental health and so um, and that so like would you say it's helped your mental health oh, as well? 100%, 100%. Yeah. Um, you know at the start of the project the training was a chore. The training was because I had to do the training. Yeah. These days if I've had a tough week I just want to go for a run. Yeah. You know, that's that's my respite. Blow up oh, some steam. Yeah, the, yeah. Kids, the kids are acting feral. I'm going for a run. Like, yeah. It's like, that is my, that is what I look for now. Um, you know, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Um, so, I guess we're, next month is, mm. is February and um, they're doing trials again and they're mm. coming they're going all around Australia yep. to re recruit. Yep. So this is your opportunity to sell it to yeah. other young Aboriginal yep. men and women. Yes. What would you say to people who are considering trying out uh, and but like maybe don't want to or for some reason? I've had a, I've had a lot of people ask me about it. They're yeah. curious. They're curious because they've seen my journey and I've shared that and, I, and I've been really vocal about that throughout my whole journey because because it inspired so many people. You yeah. know, it is that ripple effect that they want in the Marathon Foundation. So I had a lot of people inbox me and, and say, okay, so what do we have to run again for the trials? <laughs> 3K, how long is that? However long you do 3Ks in. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I keep reminding them, you have to look beyond the running. You know, yeah. Because you think about, for me personally, you think about hard times and that coming out the other side. You're, only, you're running 3Ks, your, your purpose, is, your reason for being there is what do you want to do with this journey? It's not just about the running. It's 
so I'm trying to like get people to start thinking about their purpose before they even go to the trials. You're, you're already you there. Know? Yeah. You're, you know, you're there. You get to run. Yeah. Do it. But what are you going to do with that experience? If somebody said to you, you got in. Yeah. How are you going to use that yeah. to create and push for change? In our and I guess it's about like, and I, I know from my own, um, from reading on the website and having spoken to Rob D. Costello before, I know he wants to, his driving force behind it is to improve the lives of um, in Aboriginal Australians. And, you know, he's a, he's a really awesome guy for even thinking that way. Yeah. But I mean, so I guess, yeah, it's like, do you want to improve your life? Is, mm. I guess it is, it, it, that is something that you can do on your own. Yes. You, you know, no one can, you know, like I say, no one will ever take that away from you now. Mm. Even if you didn't run New York, for whatever reason, even if you didn't finish it, you still did all that training. Yeah. You know, you still got up and did the runs. And that's the most important part. Yes. The, the, the finishing the marathon is the cherry on top of the cake. Yeah. You know, the icing. That's the nice little finish, yeah. finishing touches. And you got, did you get a real fancy medal? Get your yeah, finishing medal? Yeah, I got a big medal. It's <sighs> hanging up in my house. Nice. Do you get stoked when you see it? Uh, yeah, I walk past and I'm like, <laughs> just give it a little touch and keep walking. And people, people say, oh, you don't need the race medals. I don't care what people say. I love race medals. <laughs> I love it when I get a race medal, yeah. even if it's only a small yeah. one, you know. But like, so yeah, give me. I'll, I'll have. And often, coming to the finish of a big race, you're like, start thinking about the bling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just I think for me it was, you know, not having a running background. So it's to have a marathon, one of the majors. Yeah. It's like it's got so much history behind yeah. it, and you know, um, yeah, it's a major marathon, and like, yeah, so epic, absolutely amazing story. Yeah. So, so now you talk about, you've said it a few times about oh, what you're going to do with it. One mm. of the things that you're doing with it now is you've got your own business. And I, did yeah. you have that before this? So I had that business beforehand. So I'd got my uh, certificate in personal training in 2015 yeah um and so i've always been really passionate about you know keeping active and being healthy and and kind of uh, using the knowledge that i have to kind of push that on to other people and encourage healthier lifestyles specifically in aboriginal community um you know, having known all the, the health issues and things uh, mental health physical health all those things that we, you know, a lot of people in community are suffering with. Um, so I wanted to use that as a tool yeah. to do it and turn it into a career. Because, you know, as I was saying before, I'm not a nine to five person. I don't like working for anybody else. Um, and it's something I'm passionate about. So, you know, like I've always believed in, can you do it without getting paid for it? 100% I can do what I'm doing without yeah. paying for it. Mean, but unfortunately nice, we live in a world where you need money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's great. You might, yeah. Yeah, you find your, find your love and you'll yeah. never find your passion and you never work another, a day in your life. So I've looked at yeah. this marathon opportunity as an extra tool that I can have and use that and add that to what I'm already really passionate about and really what I'm trying to put out in, in the community. So. Um, that's so good. So let's say someone listening to this goes, gee, I want to I want to train with Ricky, yeah. where can they find you? How can so, we... I've got my Facebook page. So, my business is called Tribes United Fitness, and I'm also on Instagram. Um, so, what I was uh, doing at the start of my journey was running um, fitness circuit sessions for months through the childcare. Awesome. And that's where it started because 
because that's what I want. I was yeah. like, I'm dropping my child off at, at childcare every day, and I and realized other women were in my situation. Yeah, mums are the most time poor people in the world. Yeah, you know, they got yeah. no time and no, yeah. and often no energy because it's like. You can't, you're not allowed to sleep. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's pretty much how I'd structured and, and how I wanted to run my services is, you know, we know that we're strapped for cash, we're raising kids, we're feeding kids, uh, we're strapped for time. So it was really, you know, and because I also have a research background, I'm, I'm able to build that rapport with people and understand what people wanted. And I thought, this is a perfect opportunity. I can so make a business out of this. Yeah. Um, and then obviously now with the running, that's just another service that I can add, you know, to my business. People yeah. Can well, run. you're a run, you're a level one. Yeah. Club, uh, running coach, aren't yeah. you? And um, so you could, I mean, and look, having full body strength. Is important for running, definitely. you know, and I think, yeah, definitely incorporate that. Yeah. You should start up, I don't know, like a little run group. Yeah, so we're actually going to have a, um, it'll be the Deadly Runners Semaphore, down semaphore. Um, that'll be starting up soon, and that will probably be promoted through the Indigenous Marathon Foundation page on yep. their Facebook page, I guess. Oh, cool. Um, so that'll be training people, and they have different programs, so they've got the Couch to 5K. Yep. So running, um, that program to teach people who are beginners who've never run before and how to run 5Ks non-stop. Uh, we've also got the, the deadly runners that will be coming up for any um, Aboriginal people in the community. Uh, we train you up to run and then I think it's, you run a number of sessions and you keep up with that consistency and you get a singlet and then you get to come to Olaruya's Rock um, this year to be a part of the yeah. relay run almost so oh, cool. around the rock itself so, yeah yeah um, all these different opportunities but things that I've been able to kind of incorporate in my business that I've already established so it's, 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 it's worked hand in hand it such, really has so. it's such an exciting time for yeah, you and it like is. I think um, yeah you, you're using the opportunity Definitely. and you should keep using it and I um so what I'll do on the um, at the end of the podcast I'll I'll add all your information. I'll do it. Always do it with an outro, so people mm -hmm. listening can get the information. And I'll put some links up on the Facebook page yeah, when sure. I share it, yep. and that way people can find you. Mm -hmm. And they and I'll, and I'll also put dates up to the um, tryouts for yeah. this year's um, yeah. project, Indigenous Marathon project, yeah. Yeah. because um, it's down at West Beach every year, is it? Or yeah, it'll be at West yeah. Beach again this yeah. Saturday. So I'll put down not just the Adelaide tryouts, but I'll put down the whole national yeah. tryouts because I know that um, yeah, that'll be. So exciting for anyone. Are you going to go and check out the tryouts, maybe? Yep, I'll be there as a support. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of people that I know personally who are going, and so I really want to get in and do that 3K with them and just be that yeah. support that I had when I was on my run with the 3K. So. It'd be a real sense of closure because you've gone full circle. Yeah. You know, you've yeah. gone from the doubt-filled young runner, young mum yeah. who could barely run five kilometres yeah. to a marathon run. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a moment this weekend where I'm going to yeah. be standing at the road and be like, I was here Yeah. 12 months ago. Yeah. Is it this weekend? Freaking out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll yeah. definitely put that on the um, the page and we'll share it out there. Sure. But um, no, that's just... I really appreciate how much you've shared. I could probably talk to you for another hour, <laughs> but I know we can't sit here all day. Um, but before we finish, there's something I do with everyone that I interview. And I do a thing called the Fast Five. Okay. And so, 
You said you could only run five kilometers before. Well, this is just five of them. Five, okay. five questions. Okay. <laughs> and the idea is just, you don't get much thinking time. All right. And so, yeah. All right, question one. If you could go for a run with any celebrity, living or dead, who would it be? And they don't have to be a runner. Okay. Uh, I would say the rapper J. Cole. J. Cole? Yeah, because I like his mind and the oh. way he thinks. Cool. So, yeah, because you're running, you can yeah. find out more. Yeah. Okay, question two. Five years from now, I want you to finish this sentence. Okay. Five years from now, I want to be... Five years from now, I want to be happy, healthy, um, running my business successfully, and motivating and inspiring people to live the best, they live their best lives. Awesome, good answer. <clears throat> uh, question three: What is your favourite type of workout? It could be tr it could be running related or, or uh, not. Favorite type of workout? I'd say boxing. I really like boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Hard work. It is. It, it's um, I've got yeah. I used to do a cardio boxing session, and I remember my arms just turned to lead after about five minutes. Yeah. Not even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like boxing. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, question four: What is your favorite post-race drink? So, what's the thing you feel after the marathon? Was it other than like Gatorade and stuff? Mm -hmm. What was your celebration drink? To be honest, yeah, the celebration drink was a uh, martini espresso. Ah, oh, nice. In New York? In New York. Well, then there you that go. You're in New That's a very New York thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was my post drink. Uh, yeah. Obviously not straight after, no. but that evening, that was it. And I'll, I'll always think of New York and that marathon every time I think of that drink now. That's awesome. Yeah. That, that is the most apt drink yeah. to have <laughs> in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so question five. There's a debate, a debate question, and it is headphones or no headphones when you run? Oh, that's hard because... No headphones when I was in the marathon because yeah. it stops you from being present in yes. your surroundings. Yeah. But I'm headphones help me through my training, so Yeah. Bit of both. I think a bit of, I'm a bit fence. of both. I'm on the fence. That's okay. Yeah. I'm a bit the same. Yeah. Um and so bonus question. Okay. What do you listen to when you've got your headphones on? I actually listen to an artist called Joette Beving. Uh, Joette Beving, Beving, yeah. Beving, um, and it's it's a bit of classical stuff. Oh, cool! So uh, I I feel like uh, when I try to listen to upbeat stuff, it, it interferes with my pace and my breathing. Yeah. Um, because I, I like dancing, so yeah. I want to focus on running. Whereas when I listen to classical music, I feel like it takes my mind elsewhere. That's really really cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, excellent. All right. Ricky Wilson, thank you very much for your time and um, I'm sure everyone's going to love hearing your story. Thank you so much for having me, I really appreciate it. Thank oh, it's my pleasure. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed my chat with Ricky. She's such an inspirational young woman. I was very inspired. So if you or someone you know 
is thinking of maybe trying out for the Indigenous Marathon Project, well, why don't you take Ricky's advice? Don't wait for the right opportunity, create it. So tryouts for the Indigenous Marathon Project are upon us. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'll include all the dates and locations for this year's Indigenous Marathon Project tryouts in the episode description. Um, the first one I think is this weekend in Adelaide, but obviously that being early February. Um, so if you listen to this podcast in six months, that doesn't make any sense. But um, I'll also include links to Ricky's personal training business, which is called Tribes United Fitness. Uh, you can find her on Instagram and Facebook if you search for that, that, type, that name. Um, how good would it be to be able to say that you train with an IMP graduate? Um, and she really does know her stuff. We had a good chat off air as well. And she definitely has the knowledge to be, I think, a, a really great personal trainer. And she's got some great life experience to share as well. Um, so, yeah, so that's it for this week. Um, happy running. And I'll see you next week on the Trail Runners Experience. See ya.